Are you ready to get your fantasy on? Here, show us your TDs. It's growing time. Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Show Us Your TDs. It's week six, and by God, week five left the entire fantasy and NFL world standing on their heads. It's your favorite frosty NFL milk beverage still feeling the effects from Thanksgiving. Thank God it was Amazon Prime Days, because I'm waiting for that stomach pump to come in the mail. Huh? I'm joined by my co-host, a man who would rather glaze a ham over basting a turkey. It's Gooby. What up, Home Slice? I 100% prefer ham over turkey, man. I Why? love... I don't know. I don't like turkey. It's just... Uh, like, I don't know. Like, I no, eat chicken a know. lot. So, like, it's like basically eating chicken, but it's a turkey. And I'm like, what, what's the big surprise? Like, ham is more of a treat than turkey. What the fuck? Okay, but what yeah. about the holidays though? Don't you don't you feel like turkey is more of a holiday? No, food? I mean ham is too. But don't you feel like no. turkey is more festive? It's more traditional suited. Not really, no. Okay, so you eat chicken, and it's almost equivalent to turkey. Yeah, is it because turkey's a little more dry. What, that what? that could be too, but I mean, if you cook it right, turkey shouldn't be dry. Well, that and you love gravy, I assume. Uh, yeah, but again, I don't know. Just turkey for me is not 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 the greatest. I prefer the ham. I like the sweetness of the ham because I do a nice glaze for the ham. So, is that your own recipe or did you find it somewhere? Uh, it's mine. Well, I'm sure people do it, but uh, I do maple syrup, honey, brown sugar, and a little bit of pineapple juice. Oh, it was a little tropical. Okay, okay, yes, sir. I see it. Okay, well, we went over some food. Now let's go for the main event here. What everyone wants to know. Gooby, are you still perfect? I am. I oh. am still perfect. And I put on a show this week. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, when when I put on a show, I, I mean, I put on a show. We're not talking so, like a bathroom show, are we? What? No, 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 no one wants to see that. <laughs> just, uh, just throwing that out there. No, I put on a fantasy show and let's go over some of the players. Actually, I'll probably just go over all the players because they all did fantastic, except for one person, two people. But we'll get into that. All right, Jalen Hurts starting it off, 32 points. Fantastic. He, he put up he put on a show 303 passing yards, 72 rushing yards, and a few touchdowns. So that was good. Jamar I Chase. His, I think that was his best game. Yeah. Jalen well, Hurts. Speaking of best game, yeah. Jamar Chase back on the scene. Woo! 44 points. This dude killed it for me this week. I'm happy. Finally, I got something out of Jamar Chase because I picked him up third like a lot of people did. Thank God he started the show. Michael Pittman Jr., he got measly 7.7 .7 points. It is what it is. You you can't get double digits every single week, but good try. Travis Etienne, 34.4 points. Oh, my God. Dude, my squad was balling out. DeAndre Swift, 13.8 points. 
I put in Zach Ertz because uh, I have Fairmuth and he is injured. And plus, I don't like him, so I actually dropped him. Jacoby Myers, 17 points. Tyler Bass, two points. And Dallas defense, I know we'll get into that a little bit later. One point. What did I tell uh, you? Well, I, I knew it too. I, I yeah. said it. I said yeah. I didn't want to start them, but there was no one else I could take. That's not true. And we're going to talk about them in the highlights, but when you talk about a certain Saints team that you could have grabbed? I could have, but I didn't. So those two, Tyler Bass and Dallas defense, those are the only shitty parts. But the biggest surprise of them all, DJ Moore, 45 points. Oh, my God. This guy's a stud right now. Uh, I'm happy I have him. Yeah, so I won 206 to 92. Damn! Ooh, blowout. Blowout. <laughs> I won like at 1 o'clock because yeah, a lot of these you, games were 1 o'clock. You won at the drop of the hat, really. And parlays and what's his name? Parlays and what? Uh, fuck parlays and schemes or something like that. Or well, he he won't be parlaying anymore after that fucking beatdown. Yeah, no, that that was a beatdown, Melky. I mean, Dallas defense did nothing for me, but geez, those those points are fantastic for me, and I hope to keep it rolling this week. Dude, if it's only your kicker and your defense that don't show up, who cares? The exactly. fact that everybody else was rolling, that's pretty awesome. You had guys clicking at the right time. Chase, DJ, Hertz. How many points did Hertz get you? Zach Hertz only got me like eight points, I think. Okay, like, okay. Go I mean, that's not terrible. Yeah, eight points. That's not terrible. But still, no. you had your, your ballers show up and they actually played like ballers. Kudos to you, man. That That's quite the doozy of a score. Yeah, I'm trying to trade for a tight end right now. I mean, Ertz is okay, and Fairmuth, he's injured, and I just don't like him that much, so <laughs> it is what it is. That's a pretty impressive score. Now, was this the highest score of the week? Yes, highest score of the week. Damn. Yeah, I think the next highest score, if I'm going to look, is 161. 30-something point difference. 40 point difference, yeah. 45. So. <laughs> nice. No. No. Congratulations. You are now what five and zero. Five and zero. Speaking of five and zero, though, before yeah, yeah, we get yeah. into my next week's matchup, yeah, I love it when you haven't seen your commissioner like face to face in a while, and you're driving down the highway. You know, there's traffic. You're going home, and you look to your right, and you see a green Jeep Compass. I think he drives. And I look, and I go. Ah, that's my commissioner. I honk my horn. <laughs> I roll down my window. I give him the middle finger and I say, five and old bitch. <laughs> and he just looks at me and goes, all right, all right, all right. We also have a $50 bet that he would be a uh, better record than me this year. So what's his record? Uh, not very good. It looks like you might be running his away with record this. is. We are looking at two and three. How come you suck? So he's not even 500. No, no. Okay, well, he got some catching up to do, so to speak. Yeah, and uh, let's see if I can go six and zero this week. Who are you playing, Gooby? Let's hear it. Uh, uh, you'll like this one. Uh, it is bro, these nuts in your mouth versus Watson's handies. 
no, 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 no. <laughs> so, let's get into the matchup. This, this league is fantastic. <laughs> Jalen Hurts versus Matthew Stafford. And yes, that is his quarterback because there is no other quarterbacks available. Well, there is, but they're all shit. Jamar Chase versus Waddle. DJ Moore versus Devontae Smith. Michael Pittman Jr. versus Nico Collins. Your boy. Travis Etienne versus Kyrene Williams. Yep. Uh, DeAndre Swift versus Austin Eckler. I mean, Eckler's coming back, so I feel like he's getting minimal touch touches, and it's a Monday nighter, so we'll see how much Eckler does. Uh, Zach Ertz versus George Kittle. I got Matheson versus DeAndre Hopkins, Bass versus Carlson, and Dallas defense versus Atlanta's defense. Now, I was going to start Zay Jones because I actually picked him up off the wire last week, but he hurt. Now, I do have Hollywood Brown and Jacoby Myers. Who's Hollywood playing and who's Jacoby playing? Okay, so Hollywood's playing the Rams. Jacoby's playing New England, and Matheson is playing Chicago. Now, I'm just thinking that Minnesota's going to run a muck on Chicago, and I think he's just going to get a lot of touches. Madison has been a guy you cannot trust this season. I like that Jacoby Myers versus his old team. I might look into that. First of all, Jacoby Myers has had a fantastic season, and two, it's it's redemption. It's against New England. They chose Juju over him. Yeah. So that might be something to think about. I can't trust Madison. From what I've seen the first five games, Kurt Cousins loves to throw the ball. Yeah. And yes, he lost his most important weapon, which we'll talk about later, but he still has weapons around him. He still has Addison. He still has Hawkins. He still has KJ. Yeah, but that's why I'm kind of thinking Matheson. If not, I'll probably put in Marquise Brown, even though they're facing a good Rams defense. Uh, Marquise Brown's put up 7, 14, 14, 13, 14. So it's consistently around 14. Yeah, he's their number one. He gets the ball. Dobbs loves him. And he's actually injury-free this season. So you you have some great options. I'm just thinking Jacoby Myers, Redemption. I'm thinking about the better quarterback. I mean, yes, Garoppolo's not saying much. But he does like Jacoby Myers as a target, whereas I feel like Madison is like the forgotten guy, especially now that they have Cam Akers. Might be something to look into, but hey, you're 5-0. and You're on top for a reason. You trust your gut. Yeah, so I'm just going to list you off really quickly how good this league is based on the next waiver priorities, okay? Top five quarterbacks right now on the wire is Russell Wilson, Jordan Love, Joshua Dobbs, Desmond Ritter, and Daniel fucking Jones. Ew, gross. That's just available quarterbacks. Available wide receivers don't look too good either. You got Michael Wilson out of Arizona, uh, Arizona, Jaden Reed, Green Bay, Mike Williams, but he's on IR, Brandon Johnson from Denver, and DJ Chalk Jr. There's nothing on these fucking wires. You shouldn't be picking up any Denver players, period. Unless it's Cortland Sutton, you should not be picking up any Denver players. No. And then, I mean, Khalil Herbert, he's on IR. Uh, AJ Dillon, Jarek McKinnon, Zeke, Tony Jones. Those are the running backs. 
Like, there's literally nothing to pick up in this league. It's all scraps. I mean, Hunter Henry's available. That's not a bad choice to get if you get desperate. Well, I kind of want to kind of want to drop Fair Fairmouth because he's he hasn't done much. He's been hurt. He has been hurt too. Drop him for uh, Hunter Henry. Do it right now. Uh, I can't because uh, I have a maximum roster size. The reason why, yeah. Oh, because he's on IR, right? Yeah, he's on IR. Okay. And I picked up Zay Jones. That's why I can't pick him up. But that's okay. I'd I'd probably consider dropping Zay Jones because he's been hurt most of the season and doesn't look like he's coming back anytime soon. Yeah, we'll see. He did well last week? No, he did well week one, and then he got hurt. He tried to play last week, and it didn't really amount to anything. Zay Jones? He put up nine nine 9.8 points. Yeah. Did he get a touchdown? Yeah. Oh, why is he hurt again then? I don't know. (laughs) He got 23 yards and one touchdown, and he got hurt. That's that's not much. He got hurt. He probably could have had more. I don't know. Something to think about. Something to think about. Anyways, Melky, I am predicted to win 124 or 123. Do you see me winning? This is close. This is about the streak. The streak is on the line. You have some top-tier guys. And if Higgins doesn't play, that just increases Chase's point total again. DJ Moore is looking to continue the hot streak, and they have a great opportunity against a terrible Minnesota defense. Yep. Honestly, it's going to be a very close affair. I do like you to squeak one out to keep your streak alive. What could be your downfall is that Madison position. I'm just not sold on him. But again, this is your squad. If Madison can get you 10 points, then hey, that's a great day at the office. I just feel like Myers and Hollywood, have you have a better opportunity with those two players. Yeah, no, I was thinking that too. But with uh, JJO, I was like, so who knows? talk about something we do know about and that is the chicago bears finally getting a win gooby holy macaroni great day in chicago they won 40 to 20 on last week's thursday night football game and it was quite a doozy justin fields went 15 for 29 282 yards four touchdowns 57 rushing yards and sam howell he had quite a day too 37 for 51 388 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. And you mentioned DJ Moore, the star of the game. Eight receptions, 10 targets, 230 yards, and three touchdowns, Gooby. Now, there was some casualties in this game. Khalil Herbert, he sprained his ankle. He's out four weeks. And Chase Claypool got traded again, Gooby. He's been (laughs) sent to the Dolphins for a six-round pick. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? That's pretty pathetic for a guy who was once revered as a top wide receiver. I got to ask you, with the Bears winning, can they turn around their season after this victory? Uh, For the next two games, maybe. They got the Vikings and the Raiders. The Chargers, they probably lose. The Saints, they probably lose. It'll be a tough go against the Panthers, but I think they could pull one off. And then they got the Lions... They'll probably lose that. Depending if they beat the Vikings this week, they got the Vikings again after that. 
So I feel like it's going to be all one and one. So like one wins one and the other one wins one. And then they got the Lions again. So they could get a few wins, but they're not going to be like, oh, my God, we're on a win streak. Look at us. Do you think they should tank? Tank to get who, really? There's Marvin Harrison Jr., who's a fantastic wide receiver. Honestly, have him and DJ Moore line up together. This team could actually be scary. I don't think it's the wide receiver. Pro- I think it's the quarterback problem. They could trade up. But they like Justin Field. The Bears fans don't. But the Bears franchise likes Justin Fields. I don't know why. He has like a hit or miss kind of thing. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they'll get a few more wins, but I don't see them being above 500 this year. What about our next matchup? Are they going to be 500 at all? Our next matchup? Are you talking yeah. about the Saints and the Pats? <laughs> I'm talking about the Saints and the Pats. And which one are you talking about? New England the, Patriots? The, obviously the Pats. We know the Saints are going to be uh, 500. No, the, the, the Pats aren't making past 500. I don't even think they're going to make like 30%. <laughs> they're not going to. No. Yeah. The, the, the Patriots need to tank and get themselves a new quarterback. The Saints steamrolled the Patriots 34 to nothing. Whoa. Derek Carr. Okay, game. 18 for 26, 183 yards, two touchdowns. Kamara, 22 carries, 80 yards, one touchdown. Now, is that his comeback game this week? No, he's been back for a couple weeks. A couple weeks? Okay. Receiving all around, Michael Thomas, 65 yards. Kendra, Kendra, uh, Kendrick Bourne? Kendrick Miller, or Kendra, Kendra Miller, 53 yards. Uh, Shahid. 28 yards. I mean, there wasn't really like a number one receiver in Chris Olave. Two receptions for 12 yards. I mean, he got a touchdown, but I expect better from him. Other than that, on the other side, Mac Jones, 12 for 22, <laughs> 110 yards, two interceptions. And then they put in Zappy because they're like, this fucking guy is shit. So let's try the other shit guy. Three of nine, 22 yards, but he didn't get an interception, so good on him. Uh, Rashmore <laughs> Stevenson, eight carries, 24 yards, no touchdowns, and then the wide receiver list, kind of minimal. So, Melky, are the Pats the ones that need to tank now? Is this them going, hey, we should just fucking tank and get ourselves a quarterback? See, I don't think Mac Jones is necessarily the problem. I think he's a decent quarterback. I think Bill Belichick is the problem, and not as a coach, but as a GM. Stephen A. Smith said something really fascinating last week on First Take. He said, if I'm Robert Kraft, I call Bill Belichick in my office, and I tell him, you are no longer the GM of this team. If you look at what he's brought to this team since Tom Brady has left, it's been nothing but garbage. Yeah absolute garbage he refuses to make trades or draft high profile offensive players thinks it's just going to be a defensive show and they're going to get the job done well newsflash mac jones has nobody to throw to nope everybody sucks got Devonte parker Devonte parker sucks i don't know why you love him so much he has not been great since he was in miami he's got juju. talent to be number two he does and so does juju and so does Kendrick Bourne. Hunter Henry is a great tight end. I think he's underutilized. This season he's being used more, but he's underutilized. Oh, 100%. 
who's your star wide receiver? Who's making those spectacular catches? Who's a game changer on this team? The defense Nobody. on the other team. <laughs> exactly. So I think Kraft really needs to say, okay, you have two choices here. You can step down as GM or you can walk away completely because it's just not working out. They are going to be an embarrassment. And you're right. If they get 30% worth of wins this season, that would be a hell of yeah. Because this team is putrid to watch. Yeah, I agree. It's not the most putrid. The most putrid is our next game that we're going to oh, you don't, you don't, you don't want to save that one for last? Because I feel like that should be last. You can save it for last. So then let's go with the... Uh, the other let, future game let, that let, we're let, not me, let me about. take let me take let me take the Jets. Okay. And you take the future team because I know you have something to say about it. Okay, so are you talking about me talking about the Niners and Cowboys? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay, well let's let's just go over this really quickly. Uh, Cowboys suck, and uh, let's move <laughs> on. All right, let's go with the Jets. No, okay. Uh, the fucking Niners destroyed us forty-two to ten. Showing us that uh, we are not that team and we are not that defense. Dak Prescott, go to hell, your garbage, go find another team. 14 for 24, 153 yards, one touchdown. Oh my God, you got a touchdown. But guess what? You threw three interceptions. Good for you. Uh, Tony Pollard, eight for twenty, uh, eight carries for twenty-nine yards, and then the the list goes on for receiving forty-nine yards for CD Lamb. Tony Pollard got thirty-five. Jake Ferguson, twenty-eight. Minimal stuff. I mean, that Turpin play was pretty nice, but they just caught that defense sleeping. On the other hand, Brock Purdy, seventeen for twenty-four, two hundred and fifty-two yards four touchdowns and they said hey man you should just take a break and we'll put sam darnold in for a play uh sam darnold got one of one for one yard i mean <laughs> that astonishes me jordan mason 10 carries 69 yards one touchdown christian mccaffrey 19 carries 51 yards one touchdown george kittle though the man of the hour i think dual lipa wanted to hit him up uh, three receptions for 67 yards and three touchdowns. Good for you. You finally showed up because you've been kind of blank all season. It only took him eight years to get three touchdowns in a game. That. <laughs> what do I know about football? <laughs> did, you, did you hear about the dual leap of thing? No, but I saw the shirt that he unveiled after he scored oh, his touchdown. Yeah, fuck the Cowboys. But uh, no, uh, Dua Lipa, I think, sent out like a tweet or something like that, just jokingly. Like, I need to get myself a tight end. <laughs> Fucking George Kittle, what you doing? Ooh la la. I mean, I feel like I would have hit up Mark Andrews before George Kittle, just saying. I don't know what they look like, really, so. George Kittle looks like a hippie. What? I mean, Dua Lipa probably into that shit. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, so we got we got steamrolled and we aren't them boys. Dak Prescott, you need to be either traded or benched for a game just to show that you suck. Is it time to bench him? Um, not time or should to bench. Or should we wait till Monday after Monday's game? We'll see about what Monday's game brings. Honestly, his defense is the one that's holding him together. Like he really hasn't put up like great numbers. And I mean, we're facing the Chargers, so we should we should beat the Chargers. We're facing the Rams, we should beat the Rams. The Eagles game, we're probably going to get annihilated. 
the Giants we should beat, the Panthers we should beat, the Commanders we should beat, the Seahawks will be a tough game. So in and around that Giants-Panthers game, if he's doing shit, hey, Trey Lance, want to get a few reps in? Sure, why not? We're not going to have a rush attack? No. Let's give a Lance attack. Uh, let's see what this boy can do. Yeah, I'm okay with putting Sir Lance a lot in. Yeah. If we lose to the Chargers and lose to the Rams, we obviously play Dak for the Eagles game. And if he doesn't do decent in the Eagles game, we start Trey Lance on the Giants game to show Dak that we mean business. I'm just tired of Dak not rising to the occasion. You were talking all week about this is a revenge game. You circled this game on your calendar and you did not even show up. Not at all. You were terrible. You were flaming garbage. You were a dumpster fire swimming in a pool of piss. Wow. I'm just tired of it. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, I turned off the TV like during halftime. Yeah, I, I couldn't stomach the rest of the game. I think I watched up to the start of the fourth and waved the white flag on my end and turned off the TV. It was, it was an embarrassment for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I'm happy, though, because I did a six game, seven game parlay. And I won all the games going into the Sunday nighter. And I was like, I had the Cowboys to win. And the the Cowboys to win was like plus 300. So it was going to give me a lot of money if they did. But I cashed out because I was like, yeah, probably <laughs> not going to happen. And I'm happy I did. There was no comeback. I got some money out of that. Well, that's silver lining, boy. Yep. We're talking about embarrassments. Let's let's go to another team that's probably the worst embarrassment in the NFL. Let's talk about the Broncos. They lost to the MILF Hunter. Jesus Christ. 31 to 21. The Jets trounce on the Broncos. Zach Wilson went 19 for 26, 199 yards, zero touchdowns, and one interception. And Russell Wilson, Mr. Let's Ride, went 20 for 31. The buck 96 and two touchdowns. Brees Hall was an absolute beast. And we talked about him needing to be unleashed. No more snap counts. Yeah, I guess that's out the window now. 22 carries, 177 yards, Gooby, and a touchdown. Broncos fall to one and four. No, actually. Surprise, surprise. This is on Friday the 13th. The Broncos played last night. And guess what, Gooby? They lost that too. 19 to 8 against the Chiefs. <laughs> so they are now 1 in 5. Nathaniel Hackett got his revenge last week. There's reports now that Judy, Sutton, and Frank Clark, actually, they just released Frank Clark today, are all available for trade. So I need to know should the Broncos just blow it up? Blow it completely out of the water? You ever heard of a fire sale? Of course. Just fucking. Get rid of everything. Just do it. Patrick Certain, you can get a good draft pick, maybe two out of him. Russell Wilson, he's going to eat up your cap, so you're kind of fucked with that. You're getting nothing for him. Jared Judy, you might be able to get something out of there. I would keep Cortland Sutton. I would get rid of Jared Judy because Sutton's younger than Judy. No, Judy's younger. Judy's younger? Okay. Judy's younger, but Judy is a lot shittier than Sutton. Yeah. And Judy, you need to calm yourself here. I don't know if you saw the Steve Smith interview yesterday. No. Steve Smith had mentioned his name on a podcast and called him Jag, which means just another guy. Yeah. Because Judy has not done anything. He's not lived up to the hype. He had 14 yards last night. 14. 
Are you fucking kidding me? So he saw him on the field and Steve Smith was actually going to apologize and say, hey, I didn't mean to insult you like that. I'm just waiting for you to show up. But he's going to apologize for what he said. And you know what Judy said to him? He said, drop the N word and said, I don't fuck with you. Said it twice. I don't fuck with you. So Steve Smith, while he's working, said, you know what? I was going to be the bigger man here, but you're so disrespectful. You are a jag. You suck. You have not lived up to any hype whatsoever. And if teams call me asking about you, I will tell them not to trade for you because you suck. <laughs> and that's that's in a nutshell. He said a lot worse. That, yeah, that's just that's just stupid. But yeah, no, I would fire sale. Keep Samaj P. Ryan. He's, he can do good. Keep Sutton. Keep Marvin Mims Jr. Because, I mean, that guy can play. He's got um, a bright future. Other than that, I would get rid of certain. Like, I know he's your def best defensive player, but I mean, like, you need draft capital after that whole debacle with Russell Wilson trade. And, uh, and Sean Payton. Trade yeah. Too. They trade yes. the first for him, too. So, like, you need draft capital. So, get rid of Patrick Certain. Keep those guys. And it's time for a rebuild. I think I said in our group chat, Russell Wilson and Sean Payton has set this team back five to seven years of playoffs. Yeah, I think of even relevancy, not even just playoffs. Relevancy, too, because they suck. This team is a disaster. They're an embarrassment. It's hard for me to watch any games with them. I mean, I've laughed so much, I can't laugh anymore. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really not not funny. It's, it's not anymore. funny anymore. It's not fun. No, it's not. It's actually sad. So I think they should blow it up too. I don't like the idea of trading Sertan, but he's your biggest chip and you could acquire a couple picks, multiple picks that can help you in the future. So unfortunately, he could be on the market and maybe Dallas makes a pitch since they lost Trayvon and he's on a rookie deal. Just saying, just putting it out there. Yeah, like you could probably, it, it would be a tight stretch to get a one and a two. Like a first and a second round, but you definitely could get a first and a third for certain. First and a third, first and a fourth. Yeah. Yeah, why not? So uh, before we go on to the next thing, when you're talking about the last night's game, I pulled it up quickly on my phone. I went to the score and I went to the Denver Chiefs game. And you know what really pisses me off is when the headline underneath the Broncos Chiefs game says, Mahomes throws TD pass. Kelsey has big game with Swift watching again as a Chiefs beat. <laughs> Who the hell cares? No one cares anymore. We cared the first day, maybe the second day, because then it's like, okay, she's really into Travis Kelsey because she showed up twice. Cool. The third time, that's it. No more. We don't care anymore. Just stop. We don't need to see that. This is not part of sports to have her on the score app. We don't care. Everybody's going to milk it, though. They're going to milk it until it's absolutely dried up. It's yeah. a huge news. They want more fans. They want more people reading their articles, attending games, going on the website. I hate to break it to you, but she's going to be there for the entire season unless they break up. Yeah. Then she'll just write a song about them. Let's take a look at the injury report. You want to know who's not attending games right now? Who's that? Justin Jefferson. <laughs> injured. Four weeks. What, what does he got? Hamstring. Hamstring. Khalil Herbert. Injured. Ankle sprain. Four games, at least. Miles Sanders. Injured. Shoulder. He's week to week. Juju Smith. 
concussion at least four games. And you won't be dancing anytime soon. Yeah, T. Higgins, ribs. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, ribs. He might play though this Sunday. Trail on Burks. Uh, his knee. He's been out for the last couple. I think he's got a couple more weeks still on the IR. Zay Jones. I think he re-aggravated his, his knee. It's a knee injury. He's week to week as well. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Richardson. This one's a big one. Yeah. Shoulder, AC joint. I've four that. From dodgeball? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Second degree separation in the AC joint. Yeah, I remember that. That was a, quite the dive there, buddy. Yeah. He's out four to eight weeks. Four to eight weeks, that pussy. Hey, yo, what the fuck? I was out for a month and I came back strong and started cooking again. <laughs> yeah, but he throws a ball for a living. You, you're tossing, tossing pans. pans. You're not tossing as far as those balls are going. <laughs> Deshaun Watson, he did shoulder. not touch anybody, so but no. he is injured. That slippery bastard it has a shoulder injury and he's week to week. He's been out a couple of weeks already. And Rashawn Jones. Johnson. Johnson, sorry. Roshan Johnson, Roshan. also on the Bears, concussion. They said he's out this week. He's uh, week to week as well. So, yeah, a lot of people's fantasy teams right now suck because a lot of these players are injured and you not playing for them. You didn't mention Daniel Jones. Will you shut up about that? Oh, well, no one cares about Daniel Jones. <laughs> well, for those low New York fans, he injured his neck. He's out at least Sunday's game. But I feel like he's doing the, the team a favor. Giants fans are like, oh, we're Jets fans. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Well, hey, I'll root for the Jets over the Giants any day. I can't stand Giants fans. They're the worst. Same with Commanders fans and Eagles. You're right up there, too. So that was our week six injury report. Thanks, Gooby, for delivering that. Let's move on to something fun. A little inspiration from Vince McMahon himself. It's called Chance or No Chance. We're going to pick three teams each, and we're going to decide if they have a shot at making the playoffs. Because right now, some teams are overachieving and some teams are underachieving. So we want to know the real McCoy here. So I'll start. I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts. And Gooby, they have a chance to get in. Richardson and Minshew... Who wants a mustache ride? I know some of you do. They've uh, been pretty good at the helm. Rich has got 577 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, 136 rushing yards. Man's great on his feet. Four rushing TDs and a couple two-point conversions. While Minshew Mania has 553 yards, two touchdowns, four rushing yards. He has a rating of 95 and Richardson has a rating of 87.3. Jonathan Taylor is back. He signed that new deal, three years, at $42 million. And this Colts team has the opportunity to have a great two-headed monster in Zach Moss and Jonathan Taylor. Zach Moss has overachieved this season. He's got 89 rushing attempts, 445 yards, three touchdowns, eight receptions, 72 receiving yards, and a receiving touchdown. And the most important thing, the division is wide open. It's actually a bit of a shit show right now. The Jags are three and two. The Colts are three and two. The Texans are two and three. And the Titans are two and three. This division is up for grabs. So I think the Colts have a chance to get in. I agree with that. I mean, the Colts are looking good. I think I talked about Anthony Richardson last week. 
saying how fantastic he's he's been. They have a chance, and they might even have a chance to take the division because, like, the Jags haven't been looking so good this the past couple weeks. So it's a good pick. I, I really like it. The Jags only look good when they're in London. They're home away from home. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I went with the team we already talked about. I went with the Jets. Okay. Now, I think they can squeak it. I kind of went uh, a little far on their schedule. Actually, I went through their whole schedule. And I think they win nine out of the 12 games that are left. They'll go 11 and six, and they'll just squeak in. I don't think they'll do much in the playoffs with the, with the Milf Hunter throwing the ball, but I think they'll just squeak in. Brees Hall, I mean, he'll light it up. And that defense, they'll do some great work. If the Milf, Milf Hunter could get the ball out, they got a good chance of winning some games. So, yeah, they're going to win nine of their last 12 games and go 11-6. But they have no. no chance of getting in. No? Because they have the Milf Hunter at quarterback. If they land Kurt Cousins, which is a huge possibility, that might go up because there are some teams that have been pretty disappointing, but they're in the AFC East. You got to play the Bills. You got to play the Dolphins. Patriots are just a, a lost cause, so that's fine. I do not trust Zach Wilson, period. I don't care if he is the MILF hunter or not. I don't trust him on the field. I trust him with older women. That's a different story. What? What the fuck? So for that, they have no chance of getting in. There's too much of a mountain to climb with Zach Wilson at the helm. All right. Cool. Next, we got the Atlanta Falcons, the Dirty Bird. And this is a no chance for me. Now, Desmond Ritter has, hasn't been as bad as I thought, but I still consider him a chud. He's got a 1,073 yards, four touchdowns, three interceptions, 57 rushing yards, two rushing TDs, six receiving yards, and two fumble losses, which is way too much for a rookie quarterback. So there's that factor. The other thing is they don't throw enough. They're 16 in receiving. They rely too heavily on the run. Yes, Bijan is all-world. He's basically a way better version of Saquon Barkley. And Tyler Algier is a nice running back as well. Teams are going to stack the box. They're going to figure this out. And it's not going to uh, bode well for you. And the most important thing, they play the Bucks and the Saints. And they haven't played them yet, but they played them twice. And the Bucks and the Saints are both better teams. They have better quarterbacks. They have better offensive weapons. They have better defense. Better coaching. For, for those reasons, I have to say no chance. But the future looks very bright. If they can get an actual quarterback, like, I don't know, maybe trade for Kyler Murray, this team might be really good. Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray on you this shit team, on Kyler Murray all the time. Yeah, because he looks like Baby Yoda, but he still has some talent. You can't tell me there wasn't a reason they went undefeated a couple seasons ago. He was pretty damn good. Yeah, he was. So why not ignite that magic again with a nice, young, hungry team? And he would look great in black. Wait, what? In black? In black. <laughs> All right. No, I agree 100%. But the one thing I'm going to say is the Cowboys suck. Well, and we know that. And, that. and that's my next pick. I don't want to pick it, but I'm going to have to pick it because this is a situation where there could be a chance that they don't make the playoffs. Is that your opinion? No, my opinion is that they win seven of their next 12 games. They go 10 and seven and they just squeak in. 
the only team I see in the NFC conference that can take them out of the playoffs is Green Bay and the Falcons. Those are the two teams I can see them knocking out. I think the Saints surpass the Falcons because they're playing pretty well. And yeah, if the Falcons can get more wins or Green Bay can get more wins, I think that they'll get in. But there's a slim margin. I say the Cowboys have a chance to make the playoffs. Melky, what do you think? I don't think it's a slim chance. I think it's a good chance they're in the playoffs because when you look at all the wildcard teams out there, the Cowboys are better than them. You have, you could make an argument that the Lions are close. They're ascending up in, in the right way. They have an abundance of talent. Well, they're going to win the North. They're going to win the North, but it's what you do with that afterwards. They're still a young team. Even though Goff's been to the dance, the rest of them are still really young. So it all depends there. I still think the Cowboys could beat the Lions. Not the way they looked on Sunday. I think that the Cowboys play the way they, they normally play. I think they can beat the Lions. Okay. And then you have the South. Okay, so it could be they, the Saints. They have or the, the Bucks. Buccaneers, the Falcons, the Saints. The Saints are getting in, I think. You know what? I hate Baker Mayfield, but the Bucks look really good. So it could be one of those two teams. The Vikings aren't getting in, and I had them as a wildcard team. The Green Bay Packers are frauds. Jordan Love sucks. He proved it on Monday night. He's not what we all thought he could be, and he struggles. He struggles mightily. So there's a lot of bad teams in the NFC. The Falcons are nice, but Dak Prescott is better than Desmond Ritter, even though that's not saying much. So all those reasons, the Cowboys have a great chance of getting in the playoffs. They might not do anything with it, but they're still getting in the playoffs. So these, I'm just going to, because we're Cowboys fans, so I'm going to quickly take a little going off to the side here. I said they beat the Rams. I think that they beat the Chargers. They lose to the Eagles. They beat the Giants. They beat the Panthers. They beat the Commanders. We're at five. They lose to the Seahawks. They lose to the Eagles. They lose to the Bills. They lose to the Dolphins. No, I, I think they I think they beat the Eagles. I think they go one and one against each other. And where, where's that Dolphins game? Is it in Dallas or is it in no, Miami? It's Miami. Miami. And then I think that they have a good shot against the Lions if they can get the golf because golf doesn't really leave the pocket very much. And then they beat the Commanders. And that's my seven games. I think they get in the playoffs. I just think the NFC is really bad. There's there's your top echelon teams and then the rest is all shit. True. All right. Who do you okay. got next? I've got the Pittsburgh Steelers and Gooby. They have no chance in hell to get in the playoffs. Kenny Pickett is the third best quarterback in this division. Yes, I'm saying he's better than Deshaun Watson this season. Deshaun Watson sucks balls, but Kenny Pickett is not too far behind. He's got 1,027 yards, five touchdowns, four picks, 12 rushing yards, and he's got a 78.8 rating. Not very good. The offensive numbers don't lie, man. They're 29th in passing, they're 29th in rushing, they're 29th in receiving. Overall, offensively, they're 29th in the league. That is not good at all. It's not going to get it done. And the most important factor, they're in the hardest division of football. And you have the Ravens and you have the Bengals. Both teams possess quarterbacks that are way better than Pickett. Wide receiver group is way better than what Pittsburgh has. Running backs, way better than what Pittsburgh has. And the Ravens defense is better than both Cincy and Pittsburgh. Now, Pittsburgh has the best coach in the in the division. Hands down, Tomlin is the man. 
Tomlin is a Hall of Famer, a living legend. That's not going to get you in the playoffs. It's shown they missed the playoffs last year. So for all those reasons, no chance in hell the Pittsburgh Steelers are making the playoffs. All right. Uh, I'm just counting here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I don't think they'll make the playoffs either. Right now, they're on top of the division, but I see that going to the the Ravens eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I don't see them making the playoffs because I said the Jets would probably squeak in. So I'm like seeing the Dolphins, Bills, Jets, Chiefs, Ravens, Jaguars, Colts. You have the Colts over the Chargers. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, and, at the moment. And also the Browns defense is much better yeah. than all of those teams in that division. There's too much for the Pittsburgh to achieve here. And they can't do it. Like P- Pickens has been a great story. And I told people to draft Pickens. He's better than Deontay Johnson. So they're finally meshing. But the running game is terrible. Najee is flat out garbage. Jalen Warren is pretty good, but this team is so young. It's too much to ask for Kenny Pickett to lead them into the playoffs. I don't think he gets it done. I don't think they get it done either. All right. Well, I'm staying in that division and I'm picking the Bengals. And I think they win seven out of their next 12 games and they go nine and eight and they don't make the playoffs this year. Oh, so they have no chance to make the playoffs. No chance. I'm going to go over their schedule. I might change a few things. I think they lose to the Seahawks. They lose to the Niners. They lose to the Bills. They beat the Texans. If you want against the Ravens, but I think the Ravens will pull it off. They beat the Steelers. Uh, I think they beat the Jags. I think they lose against the Colts. I think they beat the Vikings, they beat the Steelers again, they lose to the Chiefs, and they beat the Browns. So that's actually six. It can go either way with the Raven game because it's a divisional game. But yeah, I don't see them making the playoffs this year. It's tough to bet against Joe Cool, especially seeing that game against Arizona last week. I know it's Arizona, but Arizona plays their tail off. I still think they make the playoffs. This team is too talented not to make the playoffs. I know they've dug themselves in quite a hole, but I can see them coming back to the surface. Joe Cool looked pretty healthy. T. Higgins is coming back. If Chase plays like that, no one's stopping him. No. So, so I think for all those reasons, I think they get in. They're probably squeaking. They probably get the last spot of anything. It's hard for me to bet against the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, I'm predicting them to go nine and eight for the rest of the season. It seems like it could go that way. Now it's time for my favorite toilet segment. No, it's your favorite (laughs) pastime, which is you sitting on the toilet. (sighs) All right. Uh, It is Boomer Bust. I'm going to take the lead on this one. I kind of already talked about him during my fantasy talk, but I am going DJ more the only good thing to come out of the bears is dj Moore, in my opinion rude i mean that came out of a bear (laughs) no the that came out of the the, you know what i'm saying (laughs) it comes out of the bears because the bears suck and there's no one other than dj Moore on that team anyway DJ Moore having 110 fantasy points this year, sitting fourth among wide receivers, beating the likes of Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, and A.J. Brown. Are you serious? 
Last week, he put up eight receptions for 230 yards and three touchdowns. I don't see him doing the same this week, but I definitely have him as a boom this week versus the Vikings. I'd say he puts up half those numbers, giving you around 20 to 25 fantasy points this week. Malky, what do you think? He's a huge boom against a terrible Vikings defense. Oh, hell yeah. I expect this to be a shootout. DJ Moore is clearly the best receiver that's playing this game. I mean, Addison's pretty cool too, but DJ Moore is the best wide receiver playing in this game by far. And he's got five touchdowns in five games. That's that's pretty big time numbers. So yeah, he's a huge boom this week. Yeah, I'm going to say he probably puts up like 120 yards and maybe one or two touchdowns. He'll get at least a touchdown. Might get two. So yeah, uh, big boom for me. Melky, who do you have next? Well, I just name dropped him and he's playing for the opposing team against the Bears this week. It's Jordan Addison and Goobs. He's a massive boom. Six receptions, 64 yards and a touchdown last week. Now, I know that's not saying much, but when you play next to Justin Jefferson, you're lucky that you get to eat. But with Jefferson set to miss at least the next four games, the Vikings will likely turn to Addison, Osborne and TJ to pick up the slack. Now, despite the ankle concerns, Jordan is Minnie's best downfield threat and option. Definitely trust him. I think he shakes that off. The Bears defense is absolutely putrid and flat out garbage. So he's going to be a massive boom. And this rookie is the real deal. So definitely, if you have him, start him going forward, especially the next four games. Yeah, I'm iffy on this one. I think he could be a boom but he needs to show potential that he can play in a one spot because if he gets a good good couple catches and some yards, they're going to start double teaming him and he's going to need to you know, overcome that. He does. It's big shoes to fill, but I think he can do it. They drafted him this high up for a reason and especially to replace Thielen and I think he can do it. I think he can with yeah, Jefferson I- on the shelf. I'm actually excited for this game because it's going to be a decent game because it's two decent teams. I mean, Chicago's not really decent. They're they're shit. But after last week's performance, they kind of went into the decent status. So it's actually going to be a a pretty good game. All right. I got our not-so-lord and savior, Dak Prescott. Dak and the Dallas offense have has looked terrible this year, having thrown only five touchdowns, touchdowns so far and not surpassing 300 yards through the air. Loser. Dak is looking to make a change this week versus the Chargers, and I think he will be a boom this week. Dak really needs to get things going on this offense, or he might be benched. Look to see him put up around 30 fantasy points this week. I think he goes lights out and... Proves everybody that he can still be in the, you know, starter category. But if not, he's probably going to get the can eventually. I disagree. He's a, he's a bust. He's a bust, man. He's a subpar quarterback. The defense is what's going to lead this team to victory on Monday. He stinks when it comes to primetime games. This is a big game. This is almost a must win to keep pace with the Eagles. I just don't trust him. Like you said, hasn't surpassed 300 yards in a game yet, which is disturbing. Yeah. I haven't seen anything from Cook. I haven't seen much from CD Gallup. I feel like that's a waste of money now. You should have kept Amari Cooper over Gallup. It's not clicking offensively for Dallas. 
thank God we do have the defense. And yes, they were shellacked last week. But I think the Chargers aren't as potent as the San Francisco 49ers. In fact, no team is. So this should be a lot easier. Not a lot easier. A little bit easier. It should be a nice game. Maybe Dak surprises me, but he's a bust for me until I see something from him. I think this is his prove me coming, wrong game. Like coming, coming out game? No, he's not coming out anywhere. He's just <laughs> he's, he's still terrible. But this is the prove I'm going to prove you wrong game. And then he's going to be shit the next game, probably. Dak is unpredictable. So who fucking knows at this point? Last but not least, I've got Jonathan Taylor. He's a mini boom. He made his debut last week. Six rushing attempts, 18 rushing yards, 16 receiving yards. Getting back into the fold, getting back into the thick of things. I think uh, the coach said that the Colts plan to ramp up Taylor's workload for Sunday. So that's encouraging. Moss has been very good. He rushed for 165 yards and two touchdowns last week. This could be a good thing because once Taylor is comfortable and gets acclimated back into it, they could have a two-headed monster that could wreak havoc in the NFL. If you have Jonathan Taylor, be a little weary the next game or two, but he is going to be a boom because we know what type of talent he has. So just for this week, he's a mini boom. And plus, Richardson is out. Look for Minshew to not throw as much and for the run game to be really focused on in this game. So for that, that's why I say mini boom. Mini boom. I'll take uh, the mini boom. No, like you said, with um, Richardson being a Minshew's going to hand the ball off a little bit more. They might get some play actions out of it. But even those play actions, they might go to Jonathan Taylor. He's pretty good in the backfield catching. So I think you can put up 15 points, maybe 20. Uh, and if he gets a good couple touchdowns, it's 25. Well, he's a former rushing champ for a reason. So if anyone can do it, it's Jonathan Taylor. Well, you know who couldn't do it? The Seahawks when they had Marshawn Lynch and they just threw the ball. So for that reason, they're going to win this week. I don't know what, you know, going into Tooney bets that was, but that's how I'm going into Tooney bets. What? What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Thanks, Gooby. Let's go to Toonie Bets, our last segment. Gooby was extra excited. He pumped a little early, I earlier did. than expected. That's, that's three okay. times now that you've you've brought pump chumps up, okay? <laughs> there's something wrong with you. No, there's something wrong with everyone else who's busting off early and not going when they're supposed to, man. Just take your time. Slow and steady wins the race. But yes, <laughs> it is Toonie Bets. Thank you, Gooby. It's the last segment. It's Boz's segment. He's the, the godfather of it. We do have a surprise for you. Someone else got their bet on. Gooby, since you started off with your Seahawks. Yeah. I'm who are they playing? And what is the outcome going to be? I'm going Seahawks over Bengals. I think the Seahawks uh, win probably, I'm going to say 24 to 14. I'm still not on the Bengals train yet. I have to see a little bit more out of them. I need Joe Burrow to be Joe Burrow. And I need Jamar Chase to be Jamar Chase. And then I'll be like, okay, yeah, this is the team. I know last week they did fantastic, but it's, it's going to be hard. The Seahawks are decent defense and a good offense. We'll see, but I, th I think the Seahawks pull this one off. So I'm going to take your Toonie and raise you another one. Raise because I up. think the opposite. Bengals right. at home. I know it's only two and a half, 
but I like the Bengals at home. I like this team surge. I like Joe Cool back. I like Jamar Chase. I, I like the way this team looked last week. The Seahawks are coming off a bye, and yeah, that could be great, but they're on the road. Geno is cool and all, and the offense is cool. I just think the Bengals can't afford to lose any more games. They're at home. I think they're going to put on a nice show. This is going to be a fantastic game overall, but I like the Bengals to win this game. All right, all right. And we have a special Toonie bet from well, our... Am I not on this show? No, you're not. It's just me. <laughs> Go ahead. Let me share mine first, then we save the best for last. All right, how's oh, that? Oh, okay. All right. You I got the Lions over the Bucks. Now, this is another fantastic game, I think, that's going to happen this week. The Lions are minus three on the road. I wouldn't trust the line, but I like the Lions to win. It's a big test for both clubs, but I like the Lions because St. Brown is back. Williams has another week under his belt. Montgomery's been an absolute beast. He reminds me of oh, that other player they had last season who did nothing but score touchdowns. I think he's a Williams, too. But he plays for the Saints now. He got hurt. Jamal, Jamal Williams. Isn't yes. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, the guy who likes anime. Yes, exactly. Uh, yes. Baker doesn't play well against good teams. I'm not convinced on him. I don't think he's going to rise to the occasion. And guys, Sam Laporta could be rookie of the year. 25 receptions, 289 yards, three touchdowns, and 31 targets. This is Goff's favorite target. He seems to get open. He's a fantastic route runner. Sam Laporta is going to be a big X factor. I think this is the game that gets people joining the lines in that conversation as contenders in the NFC. So for those reasons, I like the Lions over the Bucks. I thought the Bengals was your pick, and that's my bad. No, 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 no. Um, I want to say I tried to trade for Laporta in my league. It didn't go over very well. <laughs> but it's too valuable. Uh, before Fairmuth was injured, I offered up Fairmuth. I offered up Hollywood Brown. And who else did I offer up? I think I just put in um, Justice Hill from Denver. Or uh, from the Ravens. He declined that. I even sent Fairmuth, Brown, and Jacoby Myers. Oh, okay. For uh, Laporta and a no-name player and then, like, a decent player. And he still turned it down. So, because, like, I'm lacking in tight ends on my in my league because, like, Zach Ertz and Fairmuth, they're not the greatest. I, I love Laporta. I actually picked him up in our league before we ended Bolded. our league. Oh, well. That is what it is. Okay, reveal that surprise. You can do it! All right, so we got the Destroyer. We got Kevin doing a Toonie bet, and this is his Toonie bet. Over the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I think the Cowboys are going to play better than they did against the San Francisco 49ers, but with the Chargers offense, I think you need to put up at least 21 to 24 points to win, and I don't think you're doing that with Dak Prescott when you have Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa running after him. Trying to sack them, so I'll take the Chargers over the Cowboys, twenty-eight to four to fourteen. Hater alert! Hater alert! Hater alert! First of all, hater. Secondly, yeah. yeah, that's not a bad score. I just think it's going to be reverse and a lot closer. You know what? He's entitled to his opinion. I mean, he is a guy that just jumped off the Broncos bandwagon. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't he a Lions fan now or something <laughs> <Yeah>. like that? <laughs> I mean, not a bad choice, but yeah. It's okay. I said I was a Niners fan last week. Did you? Oh. Yeah. I was like, yeah, go Niners. 
I didn't blame anyone for not being a Cowboys fan last week. You see what Skip did? <laughs> Threw no. his Dak Prescott jersey in the garbage again. Oh, I'm sure he did. I'm sure a lot of people people were mopping the floor with it, too. Yeah, rightfully so. Great yeah. cleaning material. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that is the end of Show Us Your TDs this week. I hope you enjoyed it, man. Give us a follow on our Instagram pages. I'm sure we have links all over the Internet. Mine's G006IE and Melky, where where can they find you? Blackzilla27 at Instagram. You can also find me on X, Twitter, whatever the hell you want to call it at drama underscore 25 and don't forget to find us on soundcloud apple apple pod spotify google play oh, what else are we on sometimes youtube oh stitcher what the oh, hell is like, stitcher it's another streaming service oh and iHeartRadio. radio so we're we're all over the place we're all over the place give us a follow and send us some comments and uh some questions or you know a segment if you want us to do a, a weird segment i'm down for it Melky, thank you for being with us. Do you have anything else to say before we head out? Looks like we are done like some of the skin on David Njoku's face. What the fuck was that? I don't know if you saw that, but the man burned himself on the weekend firing up his pit in his backyard. I just want to say, first of all, that mask was cool as hell that he was wearing to the game. Hell yeah. Secondly, kudos to him for playing a day after it happened because realistically, he should have been in the hospital. Then third, speedy recovery. I hope you get the medical attention it needs. I mean, you were very brave for playing on Sunday, but your health is way more important. So get better, speedy recovery for you. And as always, I just want to thank you, Goobs. Always riding shotgun with me for this. I appreciate it. The network, NA30, you guys are the best. You let us do what we got to do. We're artistic and we're funny and we're out of line sometimes, but that's because you allow us to be. El Jefe, you're the man, Big Poppy. I'll see you soon. And most importantly, the fans, like Gooby said, thank you so much for following us, for liking us, for allowing us to provide you with this content because we don't do this without you. Happy Friday the 13th. I always forget it's Friday the 13th when it's on that day. I just feel like that day's made up, but happy Friday the 13th. Don't do anything stupid or something that Gooby and I wouldn't do. Actually, we kind of do some stupid shit, but don't do anything stupid. I mean, don't be a Jerry Judy. A lot of weird stuff happens. So be careful out there and just good luck to everyone in week six, except for you, Gooby. Kind of hope you lose. No, I'm just kidding. I hope your streak continues, man. Good luck. You got this. It's going to be a close one, but you got this. I have a feeling you're going to be back here next week. Six and oh, six and oh, baby. I like it. Thank you very much. And, uh, Everybody, you have yourselves a good night. Happy Friday the 13th. We'll see you next week. I changed my mind. Your fantasy is about to become a nightmare. (laughs) Aww. Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy was walking by, and Steve called out to him, and he got a different reaction. I called out to him because on my podcast, Cut To It, I just talked about guys that maybe have not um, showed up in a way or in a manner. And so the word that I've used uh, to describe him in the past was a jag, just a guy. When I saw him, he's playing well. I wanted to say to him face-to-face, like, hey, I know I said some things in the past, 
I probably shouldn't have, and I'm sorry. That's what I wanted to say to him. His response, Mike Rob, was ninja. Ninja? Yes, I'm using the word ninja. That's I'm just using the word ninja. I don't mess with you. And it was a, it was a curse word. And so I was like, all right, and then he repeated it. So I'll say it again. I'm sorry that I said you were a jag, just a guy who's an average wide receiver that you use a first-round pick on that isn't doing anything. I hope today that you actually show up in a way that you haven't showed up in the last couple years since they drafted you. So if you ever got a problem with Agent 89, I'm sorry for saying that you're an average wide receiver that they eventually will move on. And when teams call me and asking, should they trade for you? I will say, no, don't trade for Jerry Judy because he's mentally unable to handle constructive criticism from people who watch specifically, can he be a wide receiver? He could be a wide receiver. He's a tier three. Go back into the studio. I'm done now. Thank you.